You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message recorded live from our Burgess Hill campus. Um, for, for many of us, the, the greatest challenge we're going to face at this time may not so much be with the coronavirus itself, uh, but it's probably more all the time that we've got at home. Uh, this space that we've got in our lives that uh, kind of hour by hour, day by day. And it's amazing. Actually, I don't think I've ever spent so much time in the house. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, normally I'm out every day and doing different things. And to kind of really be restricted to stay indoors uh, has its own challenges. And I, I think as the days are progressing, I, I realize actually there's a, a new dimension to life that I don't think I've quite encountered. And I was talking to my mom last night and she uh, she's in Canada, they're, they're one week ahead of us, so she's been in quarantine for, this is her second week that she's been doing it, and, uh, you know, she said, actually, the second week was harder than the first week, so I'm like, oh, thank you, that looks, uh, that's really kind of something to look forward to, but uh, what we can't do, as I mentioned last week, we can't control necessarily what's happening around us, uh, you know, this is is come upon us and we're having to respond, uh, but we can't, we can't control the, the big picture, but we can control how we live it out. And uh, I think for many of us, uh, the impact that this time of history will have on us will largely be determined by how we think, how we choose to respond on a daily basis, how we choose to uh, what we choose to focus upon. And um, if we're not careful, the, in these coming weeks, uh, this this atmosphere that we're living can steal our peace, can steal our joy, it can, it can kind of sap the energy right out from underneath us and from within us. And uh, we can live in this continual state of fear and worry, and that can be debilitating. And although we may never contract the virus, uh, we can something in us can be shifted which is unhealthy. Uh, I believe that every day God has given us breath, every day that He's given us life, that He's a purpose, He's got a plan, He's got a, a thought process for, and I don't believe that this point of time, that it caught God by surprise, but I believe that He's in control. And I'm convinced that in this moment in time, that when we build our lives upon Him and upon His Word, actually, as I said last week, we, we can be unshaken by it all, but equally... I believe that we can enjoy the season when we do it God's way. There, there can be a life and life to the full in this moment, believe it or not. Uh, however, there's parts that we have to play. And one thing I've noticed that um, when things start to get restricted in our lives, uh, often we, we start to focus on the things that we don't have. And uh, I, I found myself this last, uh, this last week... Uh, you know, this sudden restriction of, you know, it was beautiful sunshining weather, and I, I like my motorbike, and I like going out for rides, and, and suddenly, it's like this is a bizarre thing. I've got all the time in the world, it's a beautiful sunny day, and I can't go for a ride on the bike. I mean, come on, this is crazy. Uh, and so, I, I, I started to struggle a little bit. I mean, day one, okay, it's sunshiny. Day two, sunshiny. Day three, sunshiny. It's like, how, when in this country do we have sunshine? Day after day after day, I have, you know, a, a, a more, such of a free schedule right now in the sense of I don't have the same meetings and responsibilities, and, and yet, 
Uh, I can't go out. Uh, wow. And then I did go out in quest for something that uh, I, I religiously, every morning, I have a couple eggs, a couple boiled eggs. And uh, I discovered that all of Burgess Hill loves eggs as well. Somehow, overnight, everyone decided they wanted to buy eggs. And so I went to, uh, well, I went to all the shops, actually, trying to find eggs. And uh, I, I just found myself becoming a little bit frustrated by it all. And uh, I found the Lord challenging me in this because I started to become fixated on the things I couldn't do, the things I couldn't eat, the things I, I normally like to do that I couldn't like doing, or I, I couldn't do anymore. And uh, I, I was reminded of this passage that uh, is in Thessalonians that we're going to read right now. And really from this passage, we're going to, we're going to share, I'm going to share this morning what God was challenging me. And really from this aspect of when we go through this period of time, when we hit these challenges, actually in scripture, the early church and, and all that, that people went through, they went through hard times too. Uh, most of, or a good chunk of, of Paul's ministry or his time, a lot of it was spent in prison. He was in, in, uh, not just self-isolation, he was in, in a, a state of not being able to be free in his movement. Other churches went through all sorts of difficulties. And so there's things that we can gather from this and apply from our, to our lives today. And it's just as applicable today as it was then. And, uh, sometimes we, we look at scripture and we think actually their life was much easier or just as easy as ours. But actually it was very difficult. And when Paul wrote some of these things or when, when Peter wrote some of these things, they were going through difficult times and they could still write this. And so there's something to be gained for us who are going through it today. And so what we're going to read is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. And it says this, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, I want us just to kind of think about that last statement, which is really where I'm going to build out from today. Give thanks in all circumstances, in all, in all. Okay, well, even when I can't go out, even when I can't get what I want from the shops, even when I have to queue outside the shop to get into the shop, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, I think sometimes we like to think about uh, giving thanks in all circumstances of all kind of the good circumstances we go through. Uh, we like to give thanks when everything's good and we've got our health and we've got finances and we, you know, we, we've got all that we, we want. But actually, this is written even in a time where that wasn't even true. There's something that God wants to do in us that calls us to this place of thanksgiving, of praise, of, of, of looking to Him and uh, giving that, that, uh, having a thankful heart, even in the situations that we're facing. So over the coming weeks, and starting from this week and going over the coming weeks, uh, I really want to look at having our, our, you know, I think sometimes we, we watch these survival shows of people going out in the wilderness and, and kind of the things you need to take with you. And, and actually as believers, in these kind of moments, there's things that we need to have in our, 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 our rucksack that, that if we apply these things, if we live by these things, actually we discover good things in these difficult moments. And so when we look at this aspect of giving thanks, why is it so important? 
Why is it important to give thanks in all circumstances? Why is it in moments of crisis, like right what's going on today in the country and around the world, why is it important to give thanks? And one of the first things I see is, even as we look in Scripture, is that giving thanks lifts the Spirit. It's, it lifts the Spirit in us and it lifts the Spirit in others. When we fixate on the things that we don't have, when we, we're constantly looking at the things that we, we aren't, um, we're, we're not able to do now that we once were able to do, there brings a heaviness. There's like this cloud that starts to gather over our heads. I don't know if you've had this in your life, but when we start to talk, and we and not often is it just what we think about, but we, we start to speak it out to the people around us, and we're, we're in this constant state of wishing something was different to, to what it is, at this moment. And so at that time, or in this time, we can get very caught up with the have-nots of our life. And uh, it, it can start to drain us. Uh, I, I know I've been with people that, uh, you know, you start to talk to them and they just unload all the things that they're not happy about. And you know what? It just sucks the life right out of you. I remember hearing John Maxwell talk about People and, and their, uh, their ability to take you, if you were already in the basement and they have another button, if you get into their elevator, they have another button in their elevator and it's lower basement. It's, they can take you even lower at those moments because we're really going to talk about how bad it is. Now I understand right now, life is difficult. I do get that. I, I get that. Uh, we wake up and and uh, we can struggle for purpose and we can struggle with the, the fact that we can't get out and see friends and family like we used to. I, can, I get all that. I really do get that. But if we fixate ourselves on these things that we don't have anymore, or, or at least for the season, we're restricted. And if, we, if, we fixate it upon, uh, if we fixate our minds upon these things, actually, it steals our joy for today. Today, the day that you're living, right now, this moment, it, it completely takes away what good you could otherwise experience. Throughout history, mankind has struggled with this, where things maybe aren't quite right. However, when we choose to shift our attention to what we're thankful for, it lifts us up and it lifts others up. Uh, I, I think when we, if we were to stop right now and say, look, what am I thankful for right now in my life? What is it that I'm thankful for? Uh, are, are you thankful that you've got a roof over your head? Are you, are you thankful that maybe there is some food in the cupboard still? Are, are we thankful that we got a warm house in a cool day that we've got today? Uh, are we thankful for the NHS and, and leadership for our government, that we have in our government for uh, the beautiful sunshine we've had? Even though I've had to be indoors, I still appreciate that it's been, and I'm thankful that it's been sunny. We even have, even if we struggle with the physical, we have a spiritual dimension of thankfulness, that we can be grateful that we have a relationship with God if we've given our lives to Jesus. Actually, there's so much there that when I'm, when I'm struggling, when I'm al- feeling very alone, do you know what? The, the Lord is with me. I can be thankful that I'm not alone because He says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And so, actually, even in that, I can be thankful. I can be thankful that I'm, I'm going through this with, with Scripture. I can have the Word that I can read and get into. There's, there's all these things that if I take a moment, even today, and say, look, what are the things I'm really grateful for? Uh, I think you would suddenly feel that, actually, instead of this being such a heavy moment in my life, 
there can be an open sky above us, personally. Again, we can't affect what everything is going on around us. I know we turn on the news and it can feel like we're bombarded with negative kind of messages of, of what's happening. But actually, in my life, I, it's actually, I, I'm thankful. Maybe right now you are struggling in, with your health. Uh, okay, what in your life still, bigger picture, are you thankful for? You see, it, it changes our spirit. It lifts our spirit. But secondly, uh, it changes our outlook. Uh, when we start to be thankful in our circumstances, it opens our eyes to see what God is doing. You see, one, one thing, when we're very fixated on the things that we do not have at this moment, or, or where we're uncomfortable, or the things that are, where are really our struggle, where we're kind of being confined, self-isolating, the challenge of all of that, we don't see God's perspective. And we need to see God's perspective in this because it's in God's perspective that we can walk out His blessing. We can experience His goodness. We can see His wonder in this moment. Do you not think God has something He wants to do in your life in this moment? Does, does God have a plan that's greater than what we dare to dream or imagine in this time? And so when we start to be thankful in this moment, and, and when we start to look at God... What am I thankful for? What, what is it that you're doing? What is happening right now? It shifts our, our, our outlook from uh, looking down to looking up. It, it's being thankful for this time because actually maybe it's in the isolation that God is using to refresh you. Maybe you've been really busy in your life and maybe this time God is giving just some space to hear His voice. Maybe it's a time uh, that... You've got more time to read your word. Maybe it's time that you've got more time to spend on the phone talking to friends and family. You know, there are, there are good things that can happen out of this if we see the big picture. I see his provision in his unlikely ways. You know, sometimes the things that can be our inconveniences, when we look back in life, we see the blessing that they actually were later on. And maybe in this time, when, when we look back in this season of our lives, we'll see the good that God did in and through us and around us. But it's important that we don't miss it today. We don't miss those good things today by being focused on just the negative things and not being thankful, giving thanks in this time. I'm reminded of a story of Corey Tim Boom and her sister Betsy as they were in a concentration camp in Germany. And uh, they, they were uh, in a very difficult position, as you can well imagine. And they, uh, they were in this, these barracks. And one of the things, kind of a tipping point for, uh, for Corey in this moment was it was in, infested with, with lice. And, um, and she just said, look, how can we... How can we face this? How can this, this happen? And, and Betsy, actually, the very scripture we read is the scripture that Betsy turned to in scripture. And she had smuggled in a Bible with her, actually, when she, when they arrived. And, and she read this verse and, and she, she said, this is the answer. This is the answer. Uh, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for me. And so she thanked God for the flea, or for the, for the lice. And, and, and Corey really struggled. How on earth can we thank God for the lice? It was time a little bit, a bit later. Um, she realized that unlike some of the other barracks that, uh, 
people were being held in, their barracks in particular, they had a lot of freedom. And so they were doing Bible studies with the different groups of ladies. Uh, the, the guards never really came into that space, so they were protected from uh, their intentions, the guards' intentions to, to hurt them in other ways. And um, it became apparent that the reason that the guards didn't come in was because of the, because of the lice. They didn't, they didn't come into the barracks. Um, and so actually, it was the lice that protected them and gave them a freedom that they would have otherwise not had. And so I was reminded of the story, even as I was preparing this message, that sometimes in these moments like today, uh, we look at the things that we are, are really annoyed with or really frustrated with, but actually, could God be using this for a greater purpose? Could, could something be happening that he wants to work through this? I, I'm not saying at all that the coronavirus is from God. Now, please don't misunderstand me. But God can use the circumstances that we are in as a building block for something great. If we, in this moment, can be focused in upon who he is and upon what he wants to do in and through our lives. As we look for the things that we're thankful for, we discover God and His handiwork. Just think about it. As we look for the things that we're thankful for, we discover God. I believe this is why we see not just this one passage of Scripture, but over and over in the Bible, we're told to give thanks, come into His presence with thanksgiving. We're told to present our requests with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a, is a door opener for our hearts to see God. And uh, I want to encourage you today, whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, whatever the challenge is right now that you feel overwhelmed by, try thanksgiving. I, I, I believe it's something that God says, look, I, I want you to be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is my will. This is God's will for you in Christ. This is, this is God's will for you. It's God's will for me. You see, the other thing that it does is it fosters contentment. So not only does it lift our spirits, not also does it see, help us to see from a different perspective, but actually the, the, the third thing it does, it fosters a contentment in our spirits, in, a, in a who we are. We can live at this moment with a continual state of wishing for things to be different. We can wake up in the morning and wish continually wish that things would, I wish I could go outside. I, I wish I could go for, I, I could go see my family. I wish I could, I wish, I wish, I wish church was normal. Yeah, so do I. We all wish it was a little, we, we wish it back to where it was. And uh, I don't know how long the season's going to last. But again, the problem with living in a state of wishing for something to be different, we, we can find ourselves being very discontent with the current existence, the day that we've been given today. And again, we're called not to live in the past. We can't live in the past. We forget the things that are behind us and we strain for what's ahead, but we can only live in this day. And so actually this day we have to be content. We have to be content with, with what we have. And you know, I, again, I was thinking through uh, the story of the Israelites and the Israelites kind of are a picture of humanity uh, through, again, all the ages. We see the same thing happen. And God had just taken them out of Egypt, rescued them from slavery, and they were on this journey towards the promised land, uh, to their own, their own land that God was going to give them. And they're in the time of the desert, and uh, it was a difficult time, and, and 
uh, you can just well imagine, you, you come from a place where you've got your own home and you, you've got your own garden and all those things, you've got your fresh food and, and suddenly you're out in the desert. And maybe kind of for us right now, it feels a little bit like a desert in, in all the things that we had even two weeks ago suddenly has changed. And God does something quite remarkable. He, he, he provides manna, this substance, this food that is on the ground every morning. And all they have to do is go to their tents in the morning and they pick up this, this, this manna like that, that settles with the dew and, and they can use it for food for the rest of the day. I mean, it's supernatural provision. Day after day, they've got this food. Now, the Israelites start to become a bit discontent with this. They think, I, but we used to have such nicer food back where we were. It, it was so, and they, they wished something different to their current reality. And the Bible says that God actually got quite angry with them at this point because they missed what was happening. They, they missed the wonder of God's supernatural provision. And so actually said, look, you want, you want some fresh food? And he brought quail and he said, look, you're going to get, I'm going to give you so much, you're going to get sick of it. And exactly what's what happened. When we are thankful for what is, and again, we can't control tomorrow. We don't know what tomorrow holds. Uh, we can't go back in our past. All we can do is live in this, this moment of time right now. We can only live today. That's the only time we, we, we can only live at this moment. And if this moment we can say, look, I'm going to be thankful for what I've got in my life. I'm going to be thankful for what God has done, his provisions in my life. I'm going to choose at this moment to not be wishing for something different, but I'm going to live in the present. I'm going to make the most of today and I'm going to choose to be content. I tell you what, there is a joy that can come from this moment in time in your life. And Again, we could live day after day with this getting, just, just being hard, being difficult, and it, 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 there's challenge to it. I, 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 I get that. However, when we choose to be thankful, we can have a, a lightness to our spirits. And this doesn't need to be as hard as actually it is. Because we realize that God is in control. We're thankful that He's in control. We're thankful that we've We've got the things that we've got. I, I'm, I was saying this week, I'm so thankful for technology. Look at this. We're able to, to still do church even though we're all in our own houses and, and we're not able to connect together. But how thankful can we be for the internet and for, for technology to allow this to happen? If this were to have happened 30 years ago, 40 years ago, man, the church would have been cut off from each other. But God knows these things, doesn't He? And He's allowed technology to develop and, and all these things have come together and we can see actually in this point of time there are things that we have that enable this time to be better than actually it would have otherwise been without it. And so I want to encourage you this morning in this time that you're facing God has done something for you. He, he, he has given you practical provision in in a place to live and food to eat. But Christ has also, he, He's done so much more. He's forgiven your sins. He's brought healing. He's restored our lives. I, I want us to take time to, today in our, in our own time, in our own space. And I want us to, to either make a list mentally or physically of the things right now that you're thankful for. And, and then tomorrow morning, 
when, when you have that temptation to start to go down the negative path of thought, of, of the wishing I had something different, I, I, and kind of going down that zone of really discontent with where we're at, I want you to, to go back to the list again. And, okay, God, what am I thankful for today? And I want us to give thanks. Could we do that this week as a, a challenge to the church? Every day, give thanks. Give thanks. If you're with a family, if you're as a family, I, go around the dinner table. Just spend some time sharing that day what you're thankful for. What are you thankful for? I was thankful. This is a small thing, but yesterday, end of the day, I went to Iceland's. I don't normally go to Iceland's on a Saturday afternoon, but I did because I was desperate for something. That's right, I was desperate for eggs. And I went to Iceland's, and you know what? It was fully stocked of eggs. And I thought, this is an amazing moment in my life. And suddenly I was thankful for something new. I was thankful that actually I could buy eggs and they were in stock. Now, I want to close. Let's change our way of thinking. Only you can do that. Only you can choose this day the thought process that you have. And, and a lot of the battle we're going to face over these coming weeks is, again, as I said, it's not maybe overtly with the coronavirus, but it can be with our own thoughts, our own mental health, our own uh, spiritual well-being. And over the coming weeks, we're going to look at different ways that we can be strong, we can be vibrant, we can thrive through this time. Uh, my greatest prayer for us as a church, that this would be the greatest spiritual awakening in all of us as we declutter our lives of commitments and stuff and we allow space for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. I, I pray that we don't miss this moment. You know, suddenly the pause button could be put back into play, but I hope our lives would be different for the good. I, I hope we would come out of this time and actually... Man, we, we were here spiritually, but after the time of isolation, man, we are up here because of what God did through our lives. But I, I know that it will only happen if we have the right mindset. If we go through the season looking at what God wants to do, not looking at our circumstances and how bad they are. And so I, I want to pray. I want to pray for you, for me. I, I'm in this as well. My family knows this. Uh, I can be just as quick to complain about what things are like at this moment. Uh, but I pray God helps all of us to be thankful in all circumstances. I also want to pray again today for our country, for our leaders, for, for, uh, for God to move in this time. And I encourage you to pray with me in this. Uh, it, it's a time that we need God to intervene sovereignly. I, I believe that God can do it. He's the God of the impossible. And so we're going to join together in prayer in this way. Uh, I also, for those of you who may be watching, who you've never turned your life to Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity. It is something that God has provided for us, that in this time where it can feel that, that where's there's hope, where's there uh, a way out? Do you know God has given us access to Him, that we can have this relationship with Him, that you might be alone right now in your house, but you know what? God can be, he, He's there and He wants this relationship that when you're by yourself, you know what? There's someone you can talk to who wants to talk to you and have this relationship and, and wants to restore all that He has planned for you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast at Centre Church. 
One church, passionately loving God and people in Burgess Hill and Brighton. To get the latest news or for any other information, check out our website at www.centrechurch.uk.